You are listening to Pigs in a Podcast, the official K-Pig podcast, featuring interviews with your favorite new and not-so-new pig artists. Here's Jamie Coffis with a recent interview from our Neighborhood Night Wednesday Night series. You got it on K-Pig Radio, that's K-P-I-G, 107.5 Freedom, K-P-Y-G, 94.9 Cayuca, San Luis Obispo, and kpig.com, streaming commercial-free. Uh, it's Neighborhood Night, because uh, it's Wednesday, it's 9 o'clock, and Neighborhood Night is brought to you by New Leaf Community Markets, rooted in the greater good since 1985. Uh, it's also brought to you by Sylvan Music, at the corner of Mission and Bay, for everything musical with friendly p- prices for every level of player, and don't forget about their repair department, that's second to none. Uh, tonight, I'm happy to welcome onto the program uh, Mr. Mark Hummel. Mark, how you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for uh, taking the time to talk to us. You got a really uh, interesting and cool show coming up on Sunday afternoon at Moe's Alley. A big harmonica blowout um, that you've been putting on this show for for years now. Um, Give us a little uh, quick rundown here on on what what we're looking at. Yeah, well, I've been doing this show actually at Moe's since I think uh, 1993 was when I... Wow! First started bringing this in the Moe's. So, yeah, you're looking at uh, 31 years, I think. Mm. And uh, the version we have this year is uh, Lee Oscar from the band War. And uh, he's also the guy that makes Lee Oscar harmonicas. Uh, We have a guy from uh, uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, who comes from a very musical family. His name is Kenny Neal. And he's both a guitar player and harmonica player. He uh, was on Broadway. He's won a bunch of blues awards, been nominated for, I think, three Grammys or something like that, and is a real showstopper of a performer. Uh, We've got Chris Kane on guitar, uh, who I think most uh, San Jose people know because he's uh, been doing really well lately. He's been on Alligator Alligator Records now. Uh, We know Mr. Kane, yes. Yeah, playing all over the world. He's going to be backing everybody on the guitar as well as being featured. And then uh, myself and a harmonica player named um, Andrew Ali, who's from Richmond, Virginia. And he uh, is both a Forest Service ranger and a great harmonica player singer um, who's been playing all over Europe lately and the United States. And is a really, really great young talent. So I'm trying to showcase him as well. And then we got a great backup band, uh, both June Core and Randy Bermudas from uh, Charlie Musselwhite's band for the last 20 years, and then um, and then uh, Bob Welsh on guitar and piano from Elvin Bishop and the Fabulous Thunderbirds. Well, there you go. I mean, that's 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 quite a quite a lineup. Uh, I did want to point out that it's a afternoon show. Which is cool. It is. Yeah, it's a four o'clock show. Man, so 1993, and I think the the show, I was reading that you were putting on the show even before that. But geez, Mose Alley since 1993, that's amazing. Um, yeah, yeah. Talk about maybe the origins of of how you got started doing this this uh, harmonica well, block. The way I started these shows, I actually started in 1991 at a club in Berkeley. It's just a one-off. I didn't. I really didn't plan on doing this as an annual thing. 
but we did well enough on that one night. It was on Martin Luther King holiday in 1991. And uh, the owner came up to me afterwards because we had about 150 people. And he said, man, this was such a big, you know, success. Why don't we do this every year? And that was kind of the genesis for me doing it, um, you know, after that. And what I would do is I would add on extra dates onto the, the, the Ashkenaz date. So, you know, I would bring in Santa Cruz. I would bring in Sacramento, uh, Chico, you know, Santa Barbara. Uh, you know, eventually I started doing stuff up in Oregon, Southern California, and then eventually, you know, all the way up to Vancouver and um, pretty much all through the Northwest. Yeah. And that's, that's what it's been for quite some time now is it's been kind of a traveling uh, blues harmonica show with a lot of, you know, a lot of great uh, players in the backup band. A lot of great guitar players have played in this band. Uh, uh, la uh, last year we had uh, Anson Funderburg was the guitar player last year. We've had Duke Robillard on it. We've had Steve Freund on it. We've had Junior Watson on it. Rusty Zinn's done a whole bunch of them. Uh, Billy Flynn, um, Elvin Bishop's been on it, John John Hammond, and then all the harmonica players you can pretty much think of, from Huey Lewis to John Mayall, James Cotton, Charlie Musselwhite, Kim Wilson, Rod Piazza, uh, Rick Estrin, um, Lazy Lester, uh, Billy Boy Arnold, uh, Snooky Pryor, Carrie Bell. It's a long, long list of people that's played on this thing. Yeah, man, this thing is an institution, it sounds like. And, pretty and, much. Yeah. For harmonica, it's pretty much, you know, for a harmonica show, I don't think there's any others every year that are anything close to this. Yeah, I mean, so, you must have some pretty pretty solid infrastructure in place. and I mean, you guys are heading... Uh, I mean, this is the first show on Sunday, and then you guys are going all the way up to, to Washington, and you're, you're taking... Well, we have, two days, we have two days to get to Eugene. Okay. Uh, or a day and a half. We're playing in Eugene on the 6th. We're playing Seattle two nights on the 7th and 8th. Uh -huh. We're playing Portland on the uh, 9th. We're playing uh, Yakima, Washington on the 10th. Mount Vernon on the 12th. And then uh, Grass Valley on Valentine's Day, uh, Paradise, California on the 15th, the 16th and 17th in Berkeley, uh, and then the 18th in Arroyo Grande down, down by uh, Pismo Beach and San Luis Obispo. Yeah, I mean, that's solid. I mean, you're getting it. You're, you're traveling. You're covering, covering plenty of ground. Um, and, you're taking, yeah. and you're taking the whole band, uh, you know, to everywhere, and everyone just kind of jumps in. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Big long, big long van and a trailer. So what's it? What's it? Uh, so February fourth, and then like, what's the show like on like say like February twelfth? Does it change a lot or or you know? Yeah, well, it, it's pretty much the same guys. The only one that's not going to be at the most gig is uh, Jason Ricci, uh -huh. who is from New Orleans, and the only reason he's not going to be there is because he's getting off the blues cruise on on uh, uh, Sunday, so he's not making it in until right. the sixth. But yeah, other yeah. than that, everybody else, all the other people are on it, plus Jason. So it's um, it's really a. I try to really make these fairly diverse. I mean, you know, we have uh, uh, you know, kind of 
younger, younger to older. I mean, I think uh, uh, I want to say Andrew's probably in his 30s. The rest of us are in our 60s up to almost 80 years old. So, awesome. you know. I, 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 you guys drive around in like a uh, – I was thinking maybe you could get like a – Maybe Lee Oscar has a connection. He can get you like a, a harmonica shaped bus or something, kind of like the the you know like the Oscar <laughs> Mayer thing. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Just as long as we had windows and didn't have open space like a harmonica. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'd be cool. I wanted to ask. I wanted to talk a little bit about the harmonica itself. I had a few thoughts. Um, it's sure. a it's such a compelling, interestingly compelling instrument to people. Um, I, I I'm in a band and my brother he he busts it out every once in a while. I wouldn't say he's in a you know I love my brother. He's he's a good harmonica player. He's not a, you oh. know he's not a sensational harmonica player, but he'll bust it out. We laugh. It's like it's it can be it can end up being the highlight of the show a lot of the time. It's like if he waits till thirty minutes in to play it on you know all of a sudden people are like oh I I know that thing I remember that I like that thing you know and it's right. something right. about it I was. Kind of uh, thinking about other instruments that kind of um, I could, would compare it to, but I think are a little different. Let me see what you think about this. I think that it has a similarly kind of quintessential quality to it, um, maybe akin to the, the, uh, like the Hammond organ and pedal steel. I think like when you hear those things, it, they do that thing that you've heard so many times that's so like a fabric of... of the music that it's a part of, and harmonica certainly is the same thing. I think what kind of sets it apart, and tell me what, tell me if you agree. The a Hammond organ, people don't really know what it is. Maybe it kind of looks like a piano. You're hiding behind this big wooden thing. Uh, pedal steel guys usually in the back, sitting down, you know, just kind of chilling out. Harmonica, he's right out front. He's in your face. He's like in the front of the stage. It's loud, and you can tell he's, you know, he's blowing, and he's, you know, like I think that gives it a little more of a visceral connection. Do you think that I'm onto the right track here? Yeah. I mean, you know, pretty much it's, it's, it's an instrument that in a lot of ways has been part of American music for, you know, since the 1800s. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I mean, and at the same time, you can put it in your pocket. Yeah. You can bring it anywhere with you. You can't do that with a Hammond organ. You, you can't do that can. with a pedal steel. So. Yeah. You know, I mean, in that sense, it's it's a very portable kind of instrument of the people, but it's also something that it, it's as hard as any other instrument to learn. In other words, people think because you can get a sound out of a harmonica immediately that that makes it an easy instrument, and it's just not. Mm. I mean, if you listen to somebody like Bob Dylan and then you listen to somebody like Charlie Musselwhite, that's worlds, of, worlds apart. Yeah. You know. In so, terms so, of the way it's played. Absolutely. So how so how did you get started and how did you you know, it's so hard. What what is it that kept you going? What was so compelling about it to you? Well for me for me what really got me was that you couldn't see what was going on with it. The hands cover oh, up interesting. your your harmonica in your mouth. So you everything's going on in your mouth and you really can't see the difficulty of what it is to learn how to play that thing. So mm-hmm. it's a total mystery if you if you don't really know what the person's doing. The other thing is I love the sound of an amplified harmonica where you play through a little mic yeah. and you cut the harp and the mic together and then you plug it into an amplifier and it gives it this kind of 
distorted sound. And uh, that, to me, sounded like an electric saxophone. When I first heard, like, Little Walter or James Cotton play it, it just had such a powerful, um, you know, a muted saxophonish type sound. And, and it had this certain swing to it that I didn't hear in any other kind of music. It's, it's much different... Blues is much different than, say, country music or something on the harmonica. Mm-hmm. Blues has a much more kind of, um, you're bending the notes so much. The, the bending of notes is a big part of what it is. And, and there's, always a, there's also a little bit of, uh, there's just like certain little tricks that make it sound, you know. I mean, do you mind if I play for a sec? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Well, for example, you know, when you're playing... Our harmonica, you bend a note, and it sounds like this. You hear that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Or something like this. That's like I'm, I'm bending, I'm putting two notes at the same time. I'm kind of bending them down. Or Yeah. That's the thing right there. Yeah, that's it right there. Yeah. You know, all those kind of techniques, you don't hear those in country. Well, yeah, yeah. so let me ask you this. Uh, I mean, not to get too inside baseball, and I'm getting a little bit out of of my own depth here, but the idea of the cross harp versus, like, playing it kind of straight, like, you'll pick out a a key that's, what what is it, you pick the fifth of the, the key or the fourth of the key to... Well, what you do is like you're 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 playing four steps up from the key, so you go, you know, like say you're in the key of G, you go G A B or G A B flat C. Mm-hmm. So C would be the harmonic, G would be the key. Yeah, and it gives it that kind of very that's that bluesy quality that that kind yeah, of but, but see, push and pull. Is, yeah, this is what a lot of people don't understand is there's there's like five or six different keys you can play in on just one harp. Mm-hmm. So you can play something like this would be in what they call first position or the same key as the harmonica and the, and the, the key of the band. That's like first position. Mm-hmm. So that's different than cross position. Gotcha. That's the same key. Then there's something called third position. Third position, you, you play like this. You're playing uh, the one draw. Instead of the four blow as in first position, you're playing the one draw, which is uh, like, for example, I'm, a, I'm on an A harp, but I'm in the key of B. Okay? Mm-hmm. So you're, you're, you're uh, actually one step, uh, what is that, one step down? You know. <laughs> That's third position. Mm. You know, there's there's all these different positions that you can play that that uh, it really changes the sound of what you're playing. So, I mean, I was actually talking to Magic Dick about this today uh, from Jay Giles. You know, we talk all the time, and and you know, I was saying when when we do these sets like the harmonica blood set, he goes, "Well, I really get tired of playing everything in second position." I said, "Well." You know, what I try to do is switch it up. Since I'm only doing four songs, I'll do something in first position. I'll do something in second. 
I'll do something in third position, and then I'll play something on the chromatic. And it gives me four totally different sounds on the harmonica. Yeah, that's really cool. I didn't even know yeah. that. I didn't even know that was a thing. So you're schooling yeah. me. Uh, that's that's yeah. really, I mean, that's cool. And that's the, the kind of stuff you'll, you'll get uh, um, if you check out the show, because there's, you know, there's a whole world. Um, harmonica's usually kind of, it's it's a a part of a of a band or a song or a show that's kind of you know it's an element to it but it's not always the centerpiece right, it's necessarily not centered around the harmonica right so to get yeah. a kind of full exposure to it a whole show with a bunch of different people um, like you said playing it in different styles and different ways uh, that that sounds really neat um, yeah well I mean the the main thing is it's, it's there's a lot of variance to it yeah. if you really know how to play it. Yeah, because I think that a lot of people might think like, well, I don't know if I can go listen to right, ninety exactly. minutes. Yeah, but that's the case is that it's you're, it's not the same thing over and over. It's not. You at know what's a trip? You know what's a trip is how many people walk up to me at the end of the show and go, "This is one of the best music shows I've ever seen." Oh wow, that's cool. And that happens all the time. <laughs> I, I bet. I mean, I, I'm, I mean, I would be very excited to, to check this out. Um, Mo's Alley on Sunday at uh, three p.m. Uh, it's Mark Hummel's uh, harmonica blowout featuring a, a bunch of awesome dudes: Lee Oscar, Kenny Neal, Chris Kane, Andrew Ali, who is, it sounds like a very intriguing talent. And then the band yeah. is is uh, made up of Bob Welsh, June Core, and Randy Bermudez. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. And they're they're basically Charlie Musselwhite's band. Oh, nice. That's rad. Um, that's gonna be a, a, a hell of a show. I would definitely send some people out there and. Um, we really appreciate you coming on to take the time to talk about it. Um, looks like you got a fun couple of weeks ahead of you. And, uh, Mark, yeah, go get them. Thanks for coming on. Well, thank you very much, Jamie. I appreciate uh, having, having me on today. You got it, man. Anytime. See you around. Okay. As always, thanks for listening to Pigs in a Podcast. And remember, you'll find the latest episodes posted weekly at kpig.com. You can also subscribe to the series for free in iTunes. And the latest episodes will be downloaded to your computer automatically. Thanks again, piggies.